Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, June 8th, 549 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. July corn futures up eight and three quarters at 765 and three quarters. December corn up five and a half at 719 and a half. July soybeans up 17 and a quarter at 1745 and a half. November beans up 13 and three quarters at 1563 and a half. Old and new crop soybean futures posted fresh uh, life of contract highs overnight. The July Chicago wheat contract up nine and a quarter at 1081. July Kansas City wheat up 13 at 11.62 and a quarter. July spring wheat up 12 at 12.39 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel, like these videos, leave me a comment, let me know uh, what's going on in your neck of the woods, uh, crop progress, recent rains, are you wet, are you dry, all of those things. If you'd like some additional information from me, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service. I send my premium subscription subscribers, a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out before 6 a.m. Central. Tons of information in there, uh, overnight headlines, charts, graphics, weather info. Uh, you'll also get my subscriber-only videos. I do a new one every single day. Yesterday, I talked about commodities as an investment vehicle or as an asset. Uh, this has been the one thing uh, or one of the very, very few things that has seen positive returns uh, so far in 2022. The stock market's down, the bond market's down, but commodities as a whole, as a basket, are up sharply. I talked about some of the implications of this in regard to uh, the general investment community and all the money that's out there. Um, if you guys are interested in this premium content, sign up today, $50 a month. You can cancel at any time. There's no other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. All sorts of headlines regarding Ukraine and its stalled grain exports continue to swirl. So uh, Russia's foreign minister Lavrov met with Turkish officials, I believe yesterday or into this morning, in regard to a Ukraine grain export plan. Turkey's foreign minister called the plan reasonable. Now, officials in Ukraine said yesterday that it would take six months to clear the coast of Russian and Ukrainian mines. Uh, that's a process that would be necessary in order to move ships out of these Ukrainian ports. So even under your best case scenario here, you know, these uh, discussions and all of this stuff goes according to plan and everybody agrees and all of that seems far-fetched to begin with. It's still going to take six months uh, to demine the coast, which is a big issue in itself. And then beyond that, I mean, you've still got, I think, tensions that are escalating between Russia and the West. Russia is not happy at all about the constant inflow of weapons and money from the West in order to you to uh, aid Ukraine. So again, six months may be best case scenario, and I don't think that the market itself is really optimistic in regard to uh, grain flowing out of Ukraine uh, at any point in time. I mean, it was just over the weekend that Russia attacked uh, warehouses of major Ukrainian uh, uh, commodity terminals. So it's it's still really messy. I mean, these discussions are nice, but it's like we're hearing almost on a daily basis now about the the latest round of discussions regarding Ukrainian grain exports, yet they've really gone nowhere. It's, it's all just talk the way that it looks. Got some rains working across, um, it's like southeastern Iowa, good chunk of Missouri into Illinois this morning. Another system over uh, this northeastern section of Iowa, uh, southeastern section of Minnesota. A little bit of rain over, uh, say, southwest Kansas, uh, western Oklahoma, those sort of places. Um, rainfall has been really good here. This is the last 72 hours, accumulated precipitation. 
on my screen. And a lot of areas have seen a lot of rain. Central Iowa really wet. Central Nebraska really wet. I know there was some hail there and uh, some messy stuff. Uh, Kansas saw some rains. Um, Northern Illinois, some of Indiana, Eastern Corn Belt, uh, South Dakota saw rain. North Dakota kind of on the drier side. So in general, I'd say that uh, past and present weather in terms of rains we've seen over the last several days. Uh, it's all you know favorable in terms of crop production. Now, when you get into the forecast, that's where we differ. Um, the heat and drier conditions that I talked about the last couple of days uh, appear to be even more exaggerated in these extended models today. Really beginning, uh, say, Sunday next week, you're going to see temperatures in the 90s, uh, mid-90s begin in the southern plains, and that heat is going to work its way into uh, the western Corn Belt and into the Central Corn Belt by Tuesday, Wednesday next week. Uh, that heat that is expected for next week will be paired with uh, below normal precipitation, very little precipitation. And this is going to stick around for a while. You're seeing this on the six to 10 day maps and also on the eight to 14 day maps. And in that eight to 14 day period from June 15th through the 21st, uh, the heat is, is uh, even more exaggerated, especially in the Southern Plains, but really across almost all key corn and soybean growing areas. So the forecast in itself, I think is uh, friendly or bullish the market. I know some people might push back on that and say, Joe, the crop was planted late. We just had all this rain. We're in good shape. We can probably tolerate a week of, of heat and, and dry weather. And, and that may even be a good thing for some areas that have been lacking heat. But guys, I don't think it needs to be overly complicated. If you're hot and dry at the end of June into July, that's friendly to market. I don't think it's any more complicated than that. I really don't. But uh, these forecasts, of course, are always subject to change. But I see this extended forecast beginning on Sunday next week as being a friendly factor in regard to the markets. Does that mean it's going to kill the crop? No, I think those are two different things. India may soon allow minimal wheat exports following its recent ban. Uh, so the, the wheat market essentially peaked back in mid-May on bullish news when India announced its initial export ban. India may now allow traders to ship about 1.2 million metric tons, that's 44 million bushels of wheat, out of its ports. And, and they want to just clear cargoes that have been stuck since that ban was initiated. I don't think India was ever going to solve the world's wheat problems. They're a big producer. They've generally been a small exporter. Um, this is a headline you'll see something about here today. This was reported just uh, early this morning at about 5 a.m. But in any case, I don't think this is a big deal in regard to the markets. Gasoline prices continue to surge. The U.S. national average gas price hit a fresh record of $4.96 per gallon, according to AAA data. This compares with $4.32 last month and $3.06 the same date last year. We'll see some EIA data later this morning regarding gasoline demand, which really has not yet seen a material decline as a result of high prices. So I think we probably need to get gas prices to a level that really results in, in demand reduction, and we haven't seen that yet. Diesel prices also hit a fresh record high on a national average basis, 572 per gallon today versus 554 a month ago and 320 last year. Your spot uh, July 22 WTI crude contract uh, posted fresh contract highs overnight above 121 per barrel, and that is despite a reported build in crude inventories in yesterday's API report. Um, this article from yesterday said that Illinois, along with nine other states, are seeing average gas prices above $5 per gallon. 
that's probably a baker's dozen or more in real time here. And these uh, prices continue to shoot higher. I would imagine that you see a $5 national average at some point here uh, this week, maybe as early as tomorrow. The cattle market was higher yesterday. Feeder cattle marginally higher. The hogs were mixed. Uh, these uh, This June cattle contract is in uh, delivery here. I don't think there have been any deliveries yet. U.S. dollar is a little bit higher. The s and is down 12. The bonds or I'm sorry, the Dow Jones down 120. Bonds are off a little bit. Uh, crude's down two bucks, or I'm sorry, gold is down two bucks. Uh, crude oil now up $1.27 at 12072, uh, just a little bit off the highs. Everybody have a great day today. I will talk to you guys on Thursday morning.